Maybe you've heard find your why. You've heard that before in terms of setting a certain goal, losing weight, or creating a new habit, whatever it is in your life. But today, we're going to talk about how finding your why is a powerful tool for making a commitment to grow in Christ this year. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Michelle, Bible teacher and life coach, and I help Christian women like you rediscover joy and find balance through a renewed mind and a life-changing connection with Christ. Friend, I am so glad that you are here. So find a cozy spot and let's get started on today's episode. So today we're talking about that aspect of living a confident, balanced life, and that is connecting with God. What is the fuel that we can add to that desire that you might have to want to connect with Christ as something that we have inside of us as a hole in our heart, so to speak, that all men have. And it's something that we long to do, but a lot of us have difficulty with connecting with God. We're going to be talking about three different aspects of why it's difficult to connect with God over the next few weeks. But today I want to focus on a really misunderstood and often not utilized skill in building our relationship with God. And that is finding your why. So finding your why is a phrase that we often use in coaching, or you may have heard it in other terms to just understand why are you doing this? Why is this going to change you? What is your, your motivation for it? And when you are talking about things like weight loss, your motivation or your why behind it might be, well, I was just given the diagnosis of high blood pressure or pre-diabetes, or maybe I was told that if I don't change my habits, uh, my life will be shorter in some way, or I, my, my knee pain will get worse, or, or I want to be able to run with my kids and play in the park or whatever it is when it comes to things like weight loss. That concept is very applicable in how we choose to say, I want to spend time with God. And so I'm going to talk about two different parts of this. I'm going to talk today about first the overall why and give us some reasons why overall all Christians, all of us have the the blessing of connecting with God, why that would be a motivation to spend time with God. And then I'm going to challenge us to think about our personal why. So that's going to vary just like it would be a reason for, for weight loss. It's going to vary for each person, but that's going to vary for you than it would be for me. And so these are the two aspects of finding time, uh, why spending time with God um, is important and how we can use that why to really be that fuel. Um, Because really, when we decide to create a new habit, when we decide to make a commitment to something new in our life, it's very predictable as humans to start off excited, but excitement is not the thing that can carry us through. What has to carry us through those times when we get tired or or, or things that'll try to to bump us off on the end, right? Even though our intentions are good, maybe you've done this like yo-yo dieting kind of thing with your faith. Um, It's it, it just, it's discouraging, right? To, to start and to get excited and then to just be like, oh, and to crash and to fall off again. And then to start and to get excited and to fall off again. And I want to tell you that the benefits of having that slow growing drip by drip by drip kind of faith over time is far exudes the, the starts and stops, right? The, the, the old story of the tortoise and the hare, the, the hare does not win the race, even though he is much faster than the tortoise, but the tortoise is faithful. And being faithful and being consistent 
requires this why. It requires knowing what it is and being reminded of it regularly. So let's talk first about this overall why. And there are lots of reasons overall why it's incredible and it's powerful and it's life-changing to build this habit of spiritual connection with God. But I'm just highlighting six of them today, just six that I came up with. So you may have more than what we list here, but these are some, some basic ones that we can start with, okay? So first of all, knowing God and spending time with him every day changes our perspective. When, as you know, if you've lived for five seconds in this world, there is and there are difficult things that we walk through. There are challenging things that want to upset our proverbial apple cart. There are things that 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 hurt us that don't make sense. There are things that are difficult to trudge through. There are seasons that are definitely challenging. And if we leave our perspective about life and we leave our emotional state to what is going on in our life and what is going on around us, we will definitely be like that yo-yo going up and down. And we will also not experience that stability, that foundational confidence, peace, joy that we find in Christ. And so it's really important that when we when we have that that in us it 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 does change us it changes our perspective when we have that consistency it changes our perspective and allows us to live for what he sees as important allows us to not worry about things it allows us to have courage allows us to look beyond our circumstances that's that's a huge one that's a huge one secondly um Spending time with God gives us a place to direct our questions. It gives us a place to seek wisdom. It gives us a place to release, to surrender those things that we will never be able to fully understand the whys behind. And I'm even walking through something difficult right now. During that time, there are days when it's really more challenging than other days. But at the end of the the day, so to speak, there is nothing that can shake us to our core when we are founded in Christ and that time every day spending with him is reminding us of what our life is about and who holds the keys to our life. That truth really, really solidifies us. And so that for me, it gives me a place to be able to regularly just let go of the burdens that want to take over my heart and surrender the, when will you answer this kind of prayer stuff? Because I know that God is with me and I see him with me every day when I spend time with him. So number three, spending time with God allows our emotions and our thoughts to be in check and for the living word of God to change us should we need changing. And so this is huge. I cannot overemphasize this one, especially as a mindset coach. This is something that I see an effect in my own head (laughs) and is when we see um, a lot of issues where there's thoughts and things that are running rampant we have to take control. We absolutely have control over what goes on up here, right? And one awesome way, besides the the neurological ways that I use in in coaching, is to start with this this foundation, which is sounds basic, but it is absolutely pivotal for the Christian mind. And that is to have God's word put in your heart every day to have God's word reveal, clean, change, impress, fill, convict, all those things that God words, God's word does. And 
it also makes us, when we are allowing it to, it makes us aware of what our thoughts are and, and our thoughts drive the actions in our life. So there is a model of coaching that describes this process, but basically that um, our thoughts combine with our emotions in the brain to create a belief, right? We have a thought first and then the emotion attaches to it. That when it's repeated over time in the subconscious becomes a belief, that belief after it's repeated enough times becomes a decision. Like I decide to do something because I believed it. That decision becomes an action to take forward. I'm going to do choose to do this because I decided this about that situation. And then the result happens because I took that action. So we can trace the result of an action all the way back to the thought. And we've seen this in brain scans. We've seen this just in, in coaching. I can tell you it's very true. And if you in your own mind can walk through that process with me, you can see it to be true as well. So there is this, this time of being in God's word every day really does allow us to begin to have more of his thoughts in our mind. And like I said, if we struggle with inner critic, we struggle with um, negative thought patterns, things like that. We can have a dedicated time and coaching and other practices that I can do with you to help you overcome those things. But at the end of the day, um, the first thing that I always encourage women to do is to make sure that they are hearing God's word, that that is something that is becoming imprinted in their brain. Because the way the brain works is that what is repeated, what is repeated is what is imprinted. And we could go off into what the, how the brain works in the subconscious and the prefrontal cortex, but right for right now, just knowing that what is repeated, what is told over and over is what is reality to the brain, whether it's real or not in the world, right? If we say it enough times to the brain, it becomes the reality. So that's kind of a condensed version of it. We obviously, if there are things blocking it, we can get to it and we can work through it and find out what is it that we really need to put there in place of it. That's all, that's that's coaching itself. So I, we can't really go there. But just knowing that spending time with God allows our emotions and thoughts to be in check and for God's word to, to create and implant what needs to be there. All right. Number four, spending time with God is a beautiful way to engage with the world around us. I've been learning a lot lately about of course, spending time with God in Bible time and reading um, reading the word and praying, that's our foundational way to spend time with God because that is the source of knowledge, right? But that, you know, we can spend time with God by admiring his creation, by having a deep theological discussion or intellectual discussion about something, exploring physics or painting, all of these ways that we are engaging with his creative world, with his um, with his creation in general, we have the privilege of knowing the one who created all this beauty, right? And what a gift it is to be able to hear his perspective, what a gift it is to be able to be immersed by in his perspective and in his in his creation, literally. And to take that combination of doing something like going on a hike and seeing a beautiful waterfall and having the ability of the the word of God and connection time in my heart with God to know, wow, the God who loves me and who I speak with every morning is the God who made that waterfall. And being able to think of a Bible verse or something that reflects on that, it just enriches our ability to exist in this world. Um, And then, you know, Spending time with God, number five, allows us to be the brightest light possible. We were made 
to not just be filled up by God and to live in a happy world, you know, like it's all about us. We were made to be able to let God change us, to let his light come in, his words come in and change us. And then for that change to radiate out, that is the purpose ultimately for his changing in us. It is to radiate out to others. So when we spend time with God, it changes us as we've talked about, and that allows us to be more of a change agent into this world. And that's our ultimate purpose. That's your ultimate purpose. That's my ultimate purpose. We have those purposes that are expressed in different ways because we're given different talents. We are all serving in different ways in the body of Christ. But at the end of the day, all of those things point to Jesus, right? What a glorious thing to be able to serve God in this way. And so when we spend time with God, it allows us to know how do I serve? What are the talents that you want me to use in this season? How do I speak to that person? When do I open my mouth? When do I keep my mouth closed? When do I just pray? What do I do in this situation? How do I handle this? How do I respond in kindness when I don't want to? All the things that we on an everyday basis face, spending time with God gives us the ability to do that. And uh, lastly, regular time with God creates change in us. Um, kind of just, that's kind of a, of a general statement, but really when we think about things like the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, those are things that are developed over time. They're honed, they're, they're, they're refined in us. They're, they're not gifts that are just, you know, oh, here's a package, open it, right? These are things that are some of the greatest gifts is character building gifts. These are the greatest gifts that God can give us. And we cannot reach their fullest potential if we are not spending time with the one who's going to give us the gifts, the one who's doing the refining, the one who's teaching us about these things. He allows those gifts to be present in us when we spend time with them. End of story. So when we do this, we get this nourishment, we are building these spiritual gifts, and ultimately we're, we're finding our purpose. We're finding our meaning for life when we connect with Christ, when we commit to him and spend time with him every day, we are fulfilling our purpose because whether you realize it or not, whether you um, have no God, quote unquote, or not, we were all designed with a purpose. We were designed on purpose and with purpose. And that purpose, as the Westminster Catechism says, the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever pretty much says it all, right? The chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. So we glorify God by giving back the talents and the gifts that he's given us by shining them out, by spending time with the one who, who, who made us so that we can have those gifts refined so that we can know how to step. We can make sure that we're, we're doing what we need to do. And then, so we can also enjoy the blessing of knowing Jesus, the blessing of walking with the savior of the universe. This isn't drudgery. This is, I mean, not every day is sunshine and rainbows, of course, but knowing the creator, what a gift, what a privilege, what an honor to know Jesus himself. What an honor to have a taste, a tiny taste of what our future will be like in heaven, where we will be spending every minute in perfect communion with him who will be the light of where we are. He will literally be the light and we will spend our eternity worshiping him. How awesome that we get to have that privilege now and experience that now. So those are some overall wise 
about why spending time with God. Um, those are some I came up with. You might have others that are kind of overall principles for whys. Um, and then the other aspect I would challenge us to think about is a personal why. And with this personal why, these are the things that you notice in yourself that change when you spend time with God. And I think you know what those are, right? You notice that you are da-da-da-da-da-da instead of da 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 in terms of how you relate to your, your parents, to your family members, to your husband, if you're married, to your siblings, to uh, your children, to the people you work with, even people on the road. I mean, you are able to release certain things and find new perspective, which allows you to be kinder, which helps you deal with anger, which helps you deal with fear and not anxiety, you know, all these things that help us or that, that change us and, and, and cause us to, to be the basis for why we react sometimes to the ones we love. I mean, we don't intend to hurt them. We don't set out to, to be cruel or to be short with them. Um, but these are the things that steal that in us. And we get to points where we just have enough capacity to give and to be who we need to be. Spending time with God fills us up in that. Spending time with God refreshes our perspective. Spending time with God makes us better women, makes us better moms, better wives, better sisters. It makes us better. And even if it's not something that we can see right away, it's something that is is changing a little at a time. It is changing bit by bit. And so that's what's amazing. So I encourage you, as you're doing these things and you're thinking about your why, I encourage you to write it down. I encourage you, whether that's in a journal and just kind of by yourself, or you literally say, I am making this commitment to spending time with God this year or to growing closer to God this year because, and feel free to steal any and all of these reasons that we have here and to also in terms of the overall why, but then, and also to, in your personal why, ask yourself, how will spending time with God growing in my relationship with Christ, how will that change me as a wife? How will I be a better mom? How will I show up and be more willing to serve others? How will I have a heart that is, is ready to say you first versus me first? How will that change how I interact in my world? How will that change the, the, the difficult circumstances I'm going through? How will it change the anxiety I struggle with? Whatever your, your situation and your struggle is, make that clear for yourself so you can hear yourself saying that. And then keep that. Keep that in a place that's close to your Bible time or where you spend time. Put it in your Bible. Put it on your refrigerator if you want as a commitment to other people. Tell somebody else. Tell somebody, a trusted friend, like, I'm doing this and this is why and I would love for you to hold me accountable because of these reasons. Make it something that's public if that's what you feel would be helpful. So I encourage you to take these things and to 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 not just hear them, but to literally write them down and to make them personal for you. And so this is something that we are going to be talking about in the Reconnect Challenge, which I hope you'll be able to join me for. It's going to be starting in a couple of weeks in the middle of February. And if you are watching this at the time of when these, these episodes release, that's when it'll be going live in February, 2021. But if not... Um, you can always sign up for the next time we do the challenge. But this challenge is going to have an opportunity for you to learn how to study the Bible 
it'll be an opportunity for you to go through a Bible study together, but using the spiritual growth rhythm method that I use, which allows us to really go deep on a verse and recognize God at work and use gratitude as part of that. And also release a lot of the fear and anxiety that we have in a given day. Um, and we'll have live teaching for me through that whole time. So um, this is the reconnect challenge, but as part of it, part of it is finding your why, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And this is something that we'll ask you to declare at the beginning, whether it's for the whole group or just you, but we will say it's important to challenge yourself. If you're going to do this for the next, even five days, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? So begin thinking about that now, and we will put the link to how you can sign up for the reconnect challenge in the show notes here. And ultimately the reconnect challenge is a way to kickstart yourself back into a deeper spiritual walk with God. And so if you would like to, to, to think about how to do that on an ongoing basis, that is what the Connected Bible Community is about. The Connected Bible Community is literally a community of women from all over the world. We go through a Bible study that I write every month. There are 12 months worth of study. They all relate to identity and who we are in Christ. Um, it's powerful study. We're just finishing the first round of it and it's been amazing to see the changes. Um, but every day as part of the community, you will go through a Bible study verse on your own. And again, using the spiritual growth rhythm method that we teach you in this, the reconnect challenge. And then at the end of the week, we get together and we talk about what were some of the greatest insights to the verse? How did this verse relate overall to the theme that we have for that month? What are some of the ways God is challenging you? How can we pray for you? All of these things. And we have a Facebook community to encourage each other throughout the week as well. So I encourage you to take advantage of that. And we will put a link to that as well in the show notes so that you can, when we open the doors at right after the Reconnect Challenge, you can join us for that. It's a great way um, to kickstart your decision to follow Christ this year and to grow deeper in Him. But like I said, before we start all of that, finding your why. Take this time today to determine for you why connecting with God, spending time with God is going to make a dramatic difference in your life. So let me close in prayer and um, we will close our episode for today. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to know you. What a blessing. What a blessing it is to know you to know the creator of the universe, to not, to not be in mystery about who you are, that you reveal yourself through the pages of scripture. You reveal yourself through the Holy Spirit. We see you in nature. And God, we thank you that we can be in relationship with you. I pray that you would reveal to my friend right now, what would be the why for him or her to move forward in this walk with you, God? Show them, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that if they want to be a part of this, this greater challenge, that they would consider things like the Reconnect Challenge, they would consider the Connected Bible Community, they would consider something as a way to, to not just say, I want to do this and I have a why, but to really put action behind their decision to come out to you and to follow you. So we love you, God, and we thank you again that you work and that you are powerful. It's in your name. Amen. All right. Thank you again for joining me for today's episode. Would love for you to subscribe if you haven't already. Would love for you to leave a review or a comment that really encourages me. It just means the world to me to know that you're watching, you're listening, and I love dialoguing with you. So that would be amazing. I will see you back here for the next episode. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 